Welcome to Inside Retirement, Motor City Edition with Brett Brzezinski. Brett is the president of the Brzezinski Group and has been in the financial services industry for nearly 15 years. Brett and his team at the Brzezinski Group have helped thousands of families develop personalized retirement plans for their unique financial situations. According to the saying, nothing is certain except death and taxes. And the tax impact is something you just can't escape even in retirement. But there are steps you can take to help reduce the impact of taxes on your retirement savings. And that's what we'll talk about today. Thanks so much for joining us today on Inside Retirement Motor City Edition with Brett Brzezinski. He is president of the Brzezinski Group. They've been helping people throughout the metro Detroit area with retirements since 1988. And Brett, I said it's death and taxes, but Mm -hmm. given what we're going to be talking about today, maybe it's nothing is certain except debt and taxes, Ah, (laughs) government debt and taxes, right? The big D word, (laughs) yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm sure all of our listeners and those around us are probably tired of hearing about all of the debt Mm -hmm. that exists in our country. And we could do a whole show just on the debt topic alone. And, and so I'm not here to, to, to remind you of that. But I do think that as we continue to get through, you know, debt ceiling increases and we continue to see evolutions in Congress about continuing to delay, you know, kind of having to deal with this this huge elephant in the room, if you will, as it relates to the money we, we owe as a country, it's, it's becoming more and more important that we take it upon ourselves to recognize that there's going to have to be some type of reckoning. There's going to have to be right. some type of accountability at some point. Uh, your guess is as good as mine as to when that comes, but I do think it's going to have to come at some point. We as savers, we as taxpayers, and as retirees and pre-retirees here in Michigan, we want to make sure we're prepared for that. And that's where I think talking about debt and its impact on us as individuals is uh, a good use of some time. Right, absolutely. And and to your point, yes, the whole uh, discussion over the debt ceiling and what's going on with our federal debt as it is over $31 trillion now, that certainly captivated a lot of headlines. And there's there's always this drama about what will happen if they don't come to a resolution. And of course, mm-hmm. uh, things seem to, to work themselves out. Federal debt isn't new, <laughs> Brett. This isn't the first time no. we've had this debate over the debt ceiling. But for a lot of people, the big question is, how do we eventually get this government spending under control? Or when do they start turning to us as taxpayers to help pay a little bit more of that and servicing that debt? I think that's the concern for a lot of people, especially retirees. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And that is where I think it would it would be a good idea for us to focus some of our attention here is let's hone in on talking about the potential impacts either soon or years from now on the retirees here in Michigan. And And the reason, of course, I want to focus on that group specifically is because here at our firm, at the Brzezinski Group, going all the way back to the late 80s when my father started our company, it is that particular group of families, the retirees and pre-retirees of Michigan, that we have exclusively worked with now for well over 30 years as their financial professionals. So speaking to that group of people is something that I'm very comfortable doing and do it on a daily basis. And so let's talk a little bit about the debt and the effects of that debt on the retiree in the future. So, for example, first let's break it down into elementary levels of discussion. I've got two elementary kids at home, (laughs) so it suits me well. Uh, Here's what I would say. No different than 
a household who brings in money through wages and employment by going to work every day and then has expenses that they spend that money on month in and month out, our government is similar. Mm -hmm. The money that our government brings in or earns, if you will, solely comes from taxes. Right. Taxes that they collect from us as taxpayers. That's the money they're bringing in. And then they turn around and decide how they're going to spend that money. Well, for many years now, they have been spending more money than they've been taking in in taxes. Think of it as like running up a big credit card bill Mm -hmm. every single month after month after month. And instead of paying the debt down or the balance of the credit card down, we're just making minimum interest payments. And when that happens, the balance gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And so that's what's happened here is I'm not here to debate how we got here or why we got here. But the reality is, is that we're here, right? We have a large amount of money that we have to repay as a nation. And what happens in our households if we ended up racking up so much credit card debt for so long Eventually, they might stop lending us more money. Right. 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 Eventually, the credit card companies might say, that's enough. You've proven that you can't handle it and you're not making smart decisions. That would wreak havoc on the household. Well, let's talk about the havoc that would fall upon us if this debt ceiling doesn't get raised again and again in the future. We're going to have to square up the debt, which means either our government is going to have to start taking in much more income. They're going to have to come and bring in more money from who? From the workforce mm-hmm. and from the, the retirees to pay down the debt, which I think is is likely, and or they're going to run the risk of a default. And so you've heard headlines lately about debates around, should we reduce the amount of money Social Security pays out to the retirees? Should we make cuts to Medicare? These are very much real potential threats to the retiree. And so that's why I think it's important that we think through what can we be doing as planners, as retirement-focused financial professionals, what can my team and I be doing for our clients to make sure that if two years from now or 12 years from now, Congress makes some massive tax increase happen or they end up making substantial changes to things like Social Security, how can we make sure that as retirees, we're ready for it the best we can? And I know that it's not fun to talk about these scary scenarios of Social Security getting cut or Medicare or taxes going way up. But remember, you only get one retirement, just one. So you have to make sure you get it right. And I love planning for you know, best case scenarios and hoping that the glass is always half full. But when you're done working and you now need to survive for what could be many, many decades, hopefully, in retirement on just the money you've already saved, and you need that money to last as long as you do, you have to take on a very defensive and somewhat pessimistic approach or outlook around the threats that you might encounter. So I think as we continue to talk through the program today, Jen, on the show, let's talk about some of those potential obstacles or threats that might come our way as retirees, especially based on the debt and the debt ceilings in the talks that are currently going on in Congress. So let's make sure we get to that today, and I hope everyone sticks with us. This is Inside Retirement Motor City Edition with Brad Brzezinski. We'll be back.
Thanks for joining us today on Inside Retirement Motor City Edition with Brett Brzezinski. Brett is the president of the Brzezinski Group. They've been helping people throughout the metro Detroit area with retirements since 1988. He is also the author of the book, Cheers to the Best Years, Your Guide to a Confident Retirement. And Brett, you were just telling us right before the break that even though it's so tempting to have that more optimistic view we don't really want to be just hoping for the best and hoping it all works out. The reality is we do need to have a little bit of that pessimism, that realism in our planning, because there are, in fact, as you said, some risks to our income and to our savings in retirement. Tell me a little bit about those. I think there's a lot of risks that need to be addressed as we get closer and into retirement. And failing to address those risks in your planning could be the reason why you go on to potentially run out of money someday, right? We're we're told time and time again that the number one fear for quite a while now of of the retiree and the pre-retiree is the fear that they might outlive their money someday. Mm-hmm. And for good reason. And so if we if we talked about all the things that would cause us to run out of money someday, well, one of those things is giving away a bunch of our money before we get to spend it. And when I say give it away, I'm not talking about being charitable. I'm talking about giving a bunch of it away to the government because you failed to see how much in taxes you were going to have to pay later in life. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're like many of those families that I work with here in Michigan, as you approach and enter retirement, there's a decent chance that you've used those pre-tax, tax-deferred retirement accounts to save a lot of your wealth into. So I'm referring to things like a 401k or a 403b. Remember, those are retirement accounts that, for the most part, have never been taxed Mm -hmm. by the IRS or by the government yet. In all those years you were working, building up that account balance year after year after year, you did so with the promise that when you retired and went to start spending that money on groceries or on vacations, playing some golf or spoiling the grandkids, Mm -hmm. whatever it is you're going to do in retirement, you made the deal a long time ago that it was then that you would pay the tax or the debt you owe the government. And why is that extra relevant today, maybe even more so than it was 20 years ago? Well, look no further than the fact that our country is going through a very difficult time right now in terms of how much money we owe as a country, our Mm -hmm. debt, right? So right now our debt is over $30 trillion and climbing by the second. And at some point... At some point, that big balloon of debt will pop, and there's going to have to be ramifications from when that time comes. And we want to make sure as retirees, we understand how it could affect us. Because if it affects us well into retirement, it could do so in such a way, if we're unprepared, to completely throw our retirement upside down. Mm -hmm. And that's why I want to talk about taxes. Think of it this way. When you take money out of your retirement accounts, those ones I mentioned already, the traditional tax-deferred accounts, you have to pay income tax every dollar you take out to the government. The amount of income tax you pay, uh, the amount of money you get to keep versus the amount of money you're going to give the government every time you take money out is determined by the tax bracket you're in when you take the money out. So those who have larger amounts of income on a tax return would be in a higher tax bracket than those who have lower amounts of income. Well, keep in mind that income tax rates today in our country are really, really low. 
From a historical perspective, taxes are some of the lowest levels many of you have seen since you started making your first paycheck. Now, taxes never feel low. Trust me, I understand that. But when they passed the tax cuts a few years back, they did so to try to stimulate the economy when they put these low tax rates in place. However, when those tax cuts were passed, they made the deal in in writing with Congress that at the end of the year 2025, all of the income tax rates that we're all in right now, our brackets, they're going up. So you've probably by now, if you've heard me on the radio over these last few years, or if you watch me on TV on Sunday mornings on CBS, you probably by now have heard me use the phrase, taxes are on sale. Hmm. And I say that more times than I should, I'm sure, because it's the best way I can think about describing what's going on in this country right now. Mm -hmm. Just like a car that's on sale, if you don't buy it in time, it goes back to full price. Well, Taxes are going up in a few short years. It's where they go after that based on the debt that we owe that scares the heck out of me. And as an advisor who represents many retirees and pre-retirees here in Michigan, we have to make sure we show them the negative impact that could come their way in retirement if they instantly see their, their life savings shrink all because taxes have to go higher and higher because of all the debt we carry. That said, you should consider, if you're in or nearing retirement, I would encourage you to learn about how much in tax you might owe the government throughout the course of your lifetime under some general assumptions. If you right now have a nice nest egg you've built up in 401ks, 403bs, traditional IRAs, remember, we owe tax on all of that money in the future. There's no way around that. But how much in tax you pay or how much of that money you give away to the government is somewhat within your control. At the Brzezinski Group, we've developed our retirement tax savings analysis as an easy way to show families without having to get overly hands-on and technical approximately how much in taxation they might owe the government throughout the course of time. That said, because, quote, taxes are on sale, we also can identify some of the more impactful tax savings opportunities or tax reduction opportunities that exist for you right now during this very small and rapidly shrinking window of time before the tax sale ends. Now, I'm not a CPA. I'm not going to do your tax return for you. But proactive tax planning is an integral part of retirement planning. Remember, in retirement, it's not about how much you make anymore. It's about hanging on to the money you've worked so hard to save and making sure you have a plan in place that allows that money to last as long as you do. Well, one way to make your money last longer in retirement is reducing the amount of it you're going to give away to the government. Mm -hmm. That has to start now while taxes are still on sale. If you would like your complimentary, no cost, no obligation retirement tax savings analysis, simply pick up the phone and be one of the next 20 callers. Now, all you got to do is leave me a message, but be one of the next 20 callers for your no-cost retirement tax savings analysis. The number today is 1-800-641-3361. That's 800-641-3361.
Thanks for joining us today on Inside Retirement Motor City Edition with Brett Brzezinski. Brett is the president of the Brzezinski Group. They've been helping people throughout the metro Detroit area with retirements since 1988. He is also the author of the book, Cheers to the Best Years, Your Guide to a Confident Retirement. And Brett, you were just telling us right before the break that even though it's so tempting to have that more optimistic view we don't really want to be just hoping for the best and hoping it all works out. The reality is we do need to have a little bit of that pessimism, that realism in our planning, because there are, in fact, as you said, some risks to our income and to our savings in retirement. Tell me a little bit about those. I think there's a lot of risks that need to be addressed as we get closer and into retirement. And failing to address those risks in your planning could be the reason why you go on to potentially run out of money someday, right? We're we're told time and time again that the number one fear for quite a while now of of the retiree and the pre-retiree is the fear that they might outlive their money someday. Mm-hmm. And for good reason. And so if we if we talked about all the things that would cause us to run out of money someday, well, one of those things is giving away a bunch of our money before we get to spend it. And when I say give it away, I'm not talking about being charitable. I'm talking about giving a bunch of it away to the government because you failed to see how much in taxes you were going to have to pay later in life. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're like many of those families that I work with here in Michigan, as you approach and enter retirement, there's a decent chance that you've used those pre-tax, tax-deferred retirement accounts to save a lot of your wealth into. So I'm referring to things like a 401k or a 403b. Remember, those are retirement accounts that, for the most part, have never been taxed Mm -hmm. by the IRS or by the government yet. In all those years you were working, building up that account balance year after year after year, you did so with the promise that when you retired and went to start spending that money on groceries or on vacations, playing some golf or spoiling the grandkids, Mm -hmm. whatever it is you're going to do in retirement, you made the deal a long time ago that it was then that you would pay the tax or the debt you owe the government. And why is that extra relevant today, maybe even more so than it was 20 years ago? Well, look no further than the fact that our country is going through a very difficult time right now in terms of how much money we owe as a country, our Mm -hmm. debt, right? So right now, our debt is over $30 trillion and climbing by the second. And at some point... At some point, that big balloon of debt will pop, and there's going to have to be ramifications from when that time comes. And we want to make sure as retirees, we understand how it could affect us. Because if it affects us well into retirement, it could do so in such a way, if we're unprepared, to completely throw our retirement upside down. Mm -hmm. And that's why I want to talk about taxes. Think of it this way. When you take money out of your retirement accounts, those ones I mentioned already, the traditional tax-deferred accounts, you have to pay income tax every dollar you take out to the government. The amount of income tax you pay, uh, the amount of money you get to keep versus the amount of money you're going to give the government every time you take money out is determined by the tax bracket you're in when you take the money out. So those who have larger amounts of income on a tax return would be in a higher tax bracket than those who have lower amounts of income. Well, keep in mind that income tax rates today in our country are really, really low. 
From a historical perspective, taxes are some of the lowest levels many of you have seen since you started making your first paycheck. Now, taxes never feel low. Trust me, I understand that. But when they passed the tax cuts a few years back, they did so to try to stimulate the economy when they put these low tax rates in place. However, when those tax cuts were passed, they made the deal in in writing with Congress that at the end of the year 2025, all of the income tax rates that we're all in right now, our brackets, they're going up. So you've probably by now, if you've heard me on the radio over these last few years, or if you watch me on TV on Sunday mornings on CBS, you probably by now have heard me use the phrase, taxes are on sale. Hmm. And I say that more times than I should, I'm sure, because it's the best way I can think about describing what's going on in this country right now. Mm -hmm. Just like a car that's on sale, if you don't buy it in time, it goes back to full price. Well, Taxes are going up in a few short years. It's where they go after that based on the debt that we owe that scares the heck out of me. And as an advisor who represents many retirees and pre-retirees here in Michigan, we have to make sure we show them the negative impact that could come their way in retirement if they instantly see their, their life savings shrink all because taxes have to go higher and higher because of all the debt we carry. That said, you should consider, if you're in or nearing retirement, I would encourage you to learn about how much in tax you might owe the government throughout the course of your lifetime under some general assumptions. If you right now have a nice nest egg you've built up in 401ks, 403bs, traditional IRAs, remember, We owe tax on all of that money in the future. There's no way around that. But how much in tax you pay or how much of that money you give away to the government is somewhat within your control. At the Brzezinski Group, we've developed our retirement tax savings analysis as an easy way to show families without having to get overly hands-on and technical approximately how much in taxation they might owe the government throughout the course of time. That said, because, quote, taxes are on sale, we also can identify some of the more impactful tax savings opportunities or tax reduction opportunities that exist for you right now during this very small and rapidly shrinking window of time before the tax sale ends. Now, I'm not a CPA. I'm not going to do your tax return for you. But proactive tax planning is an integral part of retirement planning. Remember, in retirement, it's not about how much you make anymore. It's about hanging on to the money you've worked so hard to save and making sure you have a plan in place that allows that money to last as long as you do. Well, One way to make your money last longer in retirement is reducing the amount of it you're going to give away to the government. Mm -hmm. That has to start now while taxes are still on sale. If you would like your complimentary, no cost, no obligation retirement tax savings analysis, simply pick up the phone and be one of the next 20 callers. Now, all you got to do is leave me a message, but be one of the next 20 callers for your no cost retirement tax savings analysis. The number today is 1-800-641-3361. That's 800-641-3361.
Thanks for joining us today on Inside Retirement Motor City Edition with Brett Brzezinski. Brett is president of the Brzezinski Group. They've been helping people throughout the metro Detroit area with retirements since 1988. And Brett, as we've been talking today a little bit about some of the risks we need to be prepared for in retirement, talk a little bit about our investment strategy. You've you've touched on the fact that there are different types of financial professionals who help people with different parts of their life, different phases of their life. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about our investments, we're talking about our concerns dealing with navigating volatility in retirement, what do we need to be thinking about in terms of our portfolio in retirement? Sure. So I, I would draw the analogy or I would draw your attention towards the analogy of understanding that as you enter retirement, and it doesn't mean that you have to retire to get there. I mean, you could still be three to five years away, but at some point, whether it's in your late 50s, early 60s, many of you will start the process of transitioning out of what's called the accumulation phase of life. And you'll start to get ready for what is called the preservation and income phase of life, meaning we've got enough money to retire. Now we need to make sure we hang on to it and have plans that allow it to last as long as we do. And so the strategies and techniques and thought processes around the accumulation phase of life are typically very, very different than those of the retirement years of the preservation and income mindset. Mm -hmm. Not only are we in a completely different place in life, but we also typically need our money to do something completely different for us than we've ever asked it to do. So like, for example, many of you, when you retire for good, you're going to draw social security. Many of you, well, some of you might still draw a company pension. Mm -hmm. But in my experiences, I think a lot of you out there here in Michigan, you're going to likely need to take money out of your retirement accounts consistently to make up the difference. Odds are many of us can't live on just social security and pension income anymore. After all, that's why you save the money you did all those years. Now, as a retirement income planner, something that I'm obsessed over, (laughs) one of the biggest mistakes I see day in and day out when I get to meet new families and take a look at their current portfolio is families who are not prepared to take income from their investments properly. You know, We've always, I think, as investors, understood the importance of not selling our investments when they're way down in value. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not here to teach you that. You already know if we can avoid selling an investment when it's way down, we should. And many of you likely didn't panic over different periods of time while you were working. And as long as you didn't panic, you watched your investment accounts go down and eventually they came all the way back up again. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Time and time Just again. Time. Yeah. And there's no reason to think that wouldn't happen again in the future as long as we have, and you said it right there, Jen, time. as long as we have time. Yeah. But what happens in retirement is that we are all of a sudden not given the luxury of time as it relates to our money. And what I mean by that is, let's say, for example, that we've always had a moderately aggressive investment portfolio, and we've been comfortable with that as we were working. We've watched our portfolio go up and down, up and down, and now it's worth this really nice value, and we're going to retire. And we say to ourselves, well, why would I change what I've been doing for the last several decades in terms of my approach to money? After all, look at how well I did, Mm -hmm. right? right? And so now we retire, and when we retire, that means we're no longer getting a paycheck from our employer. 
So now all of a sudden it's time to start paying ourselves. Well, many of you have never had to do that before. Yeah. We've never had to pay ourselves, which means we're going to take money out of this account each and every month or each and every year to meet our expenses. Well, what happens if we maintain a moderately aggressive portfolio? Because remember, after all, it's what we've always known and we've done well. What happens if the first two or three years of retirement, that portfolio drops by 20, 30, 40% in value, like we've seen several times throughout your lifetime? Right. What happens if that portfolio goes down and this time around, for the first time in our lives, what are we also doing? We're taking money out. We're taking money out right. because we still want to travel and we still have home repairs and we still want to play golf, whatever you're going to do. So you're selling your investments while they're going down in value. The one thing you've never had to do. And so then in this example, when the markets eventually come back again, like they always have years later, you will not end up with the same result as you used to because for the first time in your life, you did it while taking money out. What I'm referring to is called sequence of returns risk. It is the mistake of taking money out of a portfolio in retirement when that portfolio is losing value. Now, Jen, do you know when the stock market's going to go up and down? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I, have, I have some licenses that make me well-versed in financial planning and wealth management. And guess mm -hmm. what? I don't either. <laughs> and anybody who tells you they do, I would run the other direction because nobody knows. So that's why it's really important in retirement that we have a game plan, that we have a strategy that does not force us to fall victim to taking money out of our accounts at the wrong time, because those are the mistakes that are very, very difficult to overcome. So for example, we are of the belief that once you get close to or into retirement, it's time to repurpose your wealth here at the Brzezinski Group. And I'll spell that for you. It's B-U-R-Z-Y-N-S-K-I. Here at the Brzezinski Group, we take the approach of purpose-based investing. We want our clients, as they approach and enter retirement, to have a variety of tools, a variety of buckets of money that have now been created within that portfolio that enable them to ideally navigate both good and bad times in retirement. I feel it would be a critical mistake, potentially, to not have considerable portions of your money that you plan to need in the next three to five years. It would be a mistake, potentially, to have that money exposed to risk of loss. So, do, so I, I personally would encourage you to reconsider, potentially, having money in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, money market accounts. Well, not money market accounts, per se, but sure. things that can lose value. Mm -hmm. Right, Just because that's what your broker's used to doing or what you've always known. You have to recognize that retirement is a completely different animal. And no matter how good of an investor you've been in the past, you've never had to pay yourself. If you want to learn how to build a purposeful retirement plan, if you want to learn how to generate income so you can avoid sequence of returns risk and whatever's going on in this crazy world and economy of ours, give us a call, one 800 641-3361. Our complimentary retirement income analysis is a great way to just take some inventory as to where you stand. There's no obligation. There's no cost. You just have to be one of the next 20 callers to learn how to do it. That number is 800-641-3361. 800-641-3361.
Thanks for joining us today on Inside Retirement Motor City Edition with Brett Brzezinski. Brett is president of the Brzezinski Group. They've been helping people throughout the metro Detroit area with retirements since 1988. Brett is also the author of the book, Cheers to the Best Years, Your Guide to a Confident Retirement. And Brett, as we talk a little bit about some of these risks to our income today, certainly things like stock market volatility. For a lot of people, Brett, they might not really fully understand the impact of volatility on their portfolio. They might make some assumptions, uh, thinking maybe I'm I'm positioned more conservatively than I actually am. How, how can you help somebody get to the bottom of how they are actually allocated and, and start to offer some suggestions for changes? Well, I, I think that's a, a great question because oftentimes as investors, if we don't have a good handle on how our money is being managed or invested, we, we typically don't find out how it's being invested, whether it's to our likings or not, until it goes through some volatility. Mm-hmm. Until you actually, with your own eyes, uh, watch your account balances go up or down during volatile markets, can we really get a feel for the type of exposure we're taking on? I'll give you a prime example. I think it's common practice that as we age, typically you would make your investment portfolio less and less aggressive over time. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows that. So if while we were working, let's say hypothetically speaking, you were a 70-30 investor, you typically had 70% of your money in equities and maybe you had 30% of your money in bond funds or fixed income, that was what you were comfortable with. And when you retire and as you age, your broker that you've worked with all these years they might assist you with going from 70-30 to maybe 50-50, or maybe you even go 40-60, less stocks, more bond funds. Sure. That's a common thing that we see in the marketplace. And so a lot of times we make the assumption that our portfolio is much more conservative because that's what our broker is doing for us. That's what we ask them to do for us because that's our comfort level now that we're retired. And then what happened was, Last year, the year 2022, many of you would have realized after watching your account balances go down that you were taking on more risk with your investments than I think a lot of you thought was possible. And the reason I bring that example up is because what happened last year, not only did the stock market, not only did equities fall you know, well over double digits in this country, mm-hmm. But for the first time in a long time, what else fell by double digits last year? It was the bond market, too. That's right, the bond market. So many of you out there ended up seeing not only the stocks, but also the bond portion of your portfolios fall. Mm -hmm. Like you really, I think, and again, I'm generalizing here, but many of you never even thought was possible because you hadn't experienced it. And when you're working with a broker or somebody who has been really good at the accumulation years of life, They're doing their best, I have found, using those tools, but those tools are still all exposed to risk. And so as a retirement-focused advisor, I come from the much more conservative approach to wealth management, and that's because the families that hire us are either retired or nearing retirement. They don't need to make a bunch of money. I I tell my clients often, you know, my job is not to try to make you rich. That's not what you're hiring us to do. It's to make sure that you never run out of money no matter how long you live. And and that is the approach that I'm passionate about. 
And so a lot of times clients will say, well, Brett, how do I know? Like, how do I know how much risk I'm taking on? How do I know if my current allocation with my advisor, my broker, or with my 401k is in line with my needs? Well, here at the Brzezinski Group, we use a tool that we call a portfolio stress test. Mm -hmm. Portfolio stress test. It's one of my favorite things we do for pre-retirees, baby boomers, retirees here in Michigan because it's such an eye-opener for a lot of them. Uh, The reason I call it a stress test is because just like if you ever go to the doctor and they want to give you, let's say, like a stress test on your heart, what it is, I think, and I'm not, not a medical professional, but I think what it is they're trying to do is they want to find out when they add stress or they induce stress to your body, to your heart, how is it going to perform? Mm-hmm. And by artificially doing that under observation, they can, I think, identify if you might have any problems in the event of a real stressful event, and they can fix that problem before it happens to you, right? Right, right. Well, that's kind of the same thing we're trying to do with a retirement or an investment portfolio stress test, is let's take the portfolio you currently have, all of the different holdings you have, either that you've done on your own or that you work with a broker uh, to manage, and let's put it through a variety of what-if, hypothetical, stressful scenarios. There's a lot of data out there that can help us uncover just how much risk and reward you're currently taking on. But more importantly, we can identify if you are vulnerable, if you have any blind spots in your portfolio that you might want to fix in anticipation of the next major market event that could come our way. Because it's really important as we get into and and approach retirement that we take on a don't screw it up mentality. Hmm. We just have to make sure we avoid the big mistakes. That's the key. What's one of the biggest mistakes we can make? Losing a bunch of money we shouldn't have this close to retirement. Mm -hmm. And unless you have that portfolio stress test, that second set of eyes that can show you visually in easy to understand language, whether you're in good shape or if you've got some issues, uh, it's hard for any of us to know that. So I think the stress test, Jen, is an awesome place to start. Yeah, but it it really sounds like it could be very eye-opening for people uh, because so many times, as I said earlier, we're making these assumptions about how we're positioned, how we're allocated, really speaks to the value, Brett, of getting uh, another set of eyes on this, getting that second opinion. Talk a little bit about how we get started for those who say, gosh, I haven't had anybody else look at this. I really don't know what my portfolio can handle. How do we get started on that? Well, sometimes I think it's intimidating. It's intimidating to pick up the phone and call and get some some analysis of where you stand. Um, but also people are afraid that they're going to be sold something or that, that's not what that's not what I'm in the business of doing. Our portfolio stress test is intended as a way to shed light from a second set of eyes solely from the retirement perspective or pre-retirement perspective to give you feedback as to where you stand. If you do have some vulnerabilities or some blind spots, I can share with you how our clients have navigated that in retirement, Mm -hmm. Um, but there's never any obligation or cost to get that analysis done. So if you would like to learn more, you can always visit us at MaximizeMyRetirement.com. But if you're one of the next 20 callers, we'll do that complimentary, no-cost, personalized portfolio stress test for you. Just call and leave me a message right now. That number is one 800 641 
Thanks for joining us today on Inside Retirement Motor City Edition with Brett Brzezinski. Brett is president of the Brzezinski Group. He is also the author of the book, Cheers to the Best Years, Your Guide to a Confident Retirement. And Brett, we've been talking today about some of the different risks to our savings in retirement. The reality Mm is it's so important that we make sure that we are being proactive here because we don't want to spin down our savings too quickly. One of the factors we have to keep in mind when it comes to preserving what we've saved and avoiding spending down too quickly is letting taxes take too big of a bite out of our savings. So what what can we do about that? It seems so out of our control. Well, I think taxes are number one, an overwhelming topic because so many of us don't understand them, number one. And that's that's to be expected. I mean, if you've ever looked at how big the tax code is in this country, uh, it'll overwhelm even the the smartest of, of individuals, <laughs> way smarter than me, of course. Right. Um, but I think taxes can be boiled down in this discussion. When we talk about retirement, taxes, when I talk about taxes, I'm not referring to getting your tax return done. I'm not talking about working with your accountant or your CPA to find a couple of deductions here or there. Tax planning is about identifying how to preserve as much of the money you've saved already for you or for your family, opposed to unnecessarily giving uh, larger amounts of it away to the government that we otherwise might have been able to avoid. And, And in order for that to happen, we have to recognize that the trajectory or the path at which tax rates in this country are likely headed is one that is going to create more harm on our portfolios in retirement opposed to help us. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason I say that is because we have to recognize that as we started this show, we talked about it, and, and I'm sure all of our listeners are sick of hearing about the debt ceiling that was recently talked <laughs> through and, and, and right. just continuing to stack up trillions and trillions of dollars of IOU spending they're going to our country at some point is going to have to figure out how to get rid of that debt otherwise it's going to sink us as a country and and i don't think that will ever happen i don't think they're ever going to truly let our country economically sink mm-hmm. so at some point they're going to have to bite the bullet if you will and we're going to have to make some tough decisions on the debt and so remember our country the government we don't make money per se our income as a nation comes from the taxes of of taxpayers both the workforce and the retirees who have money coming out of their retirement portfolios. And so if we understand that we're already scheduled to see tax rates rise for all of us at the end of the year 2025, that's the year the tax cuts expire. So we know taxes are going up soon. It's where they head over the next couple of decades that if I were planning for retirement, uh, I would be very leery of the direction they go. I would be fearful of the direction taxes head into the future and the effect of that on my retirement enjoyment. And of course, I'm talking about the money we get to keep versus the money we give away in taxes. It is our opinion as retirement-focused wealth managers and advisors that one way to preserve your wealth is to reduce the amount of money you owe the government later by taking advantage of some of the tremendous tax opportunities you have right now. Proactive, and I'll say it again, proactive tax planning should be at or near the top of the list for anybody that's even thinking about retiring 
in the next handful of years. We have a very small window of time. As a matter of fact, under current law, you have three calendar tax years left to take some meaningful bites of tax savings out of your portfolio while, quote, taxes are still on sale. It is my opinion, with a capital O, that the this is last call. I think these this is last call to take advantage of these historically low tax rates in this country, simply based on all of the debt, the spending, et cetera, that we've talked about. If we know that we've got to pay the government taxes on the majority of what we saved at some point, shouldn't we consider taking advantage of them asking us now for maybe the least they're ever going to ask us for? Hmm. I think the answer is yes. Well, instead of me giving every single one of you out there personalized advice, which I could never do, here's what I can do. Because everybody out there is in their own situation. Not everybody has a tax problem, but many of you have a large tax storm coming. You just haven't realized it yet. Our retirement tax savings analysis is our attempt at trying to help as many of you as we possibly can as easily as we possibly can. Not only can I talk about it every week on TV, right? And not only can I talk about it on the radio here with you, Jen, and and we covered it in our new book that you talked about Mm -hmm. earlier, Cheers to the Best Years. I, I can do all of that as much as I can, but helping families see with their own eyes how taxes could impact their personal retirement success, that's what I'm really, really passionate about. It's why the number one reason people call me is to learn about how to save money in taxes for retirement, for retirement. If you would like your personalized retirement tax savings analysis to see how much you might owe in tax, as well as some of the potential techniques you could leverage to potentially save yourself large sums of money in taxes, give us a call. There's no cost for your analysis and there's no obligation You simply need to be one of the next 20 callers at 1-800-641-3361. You can always learn more at MaximizeMyRetirement.com. But for the final time today, just leave me a message. Take advantage while you can of this tax sale. 1-800-641-3361. Join us again next week for Inside Retirement Motor City Edition with Brett Brzezinski. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, the Brzezinski Group, Inc. The Brzezinski Group, Inc. is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. AE Wealth Management does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by the Brzezinski Group, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. The Brzezinski Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by the Brzezinski Group. This radio show is a paid placement.